welcome to episode 47B, part two, I haven't decided yet, <laughs> of Kapowcast. Um, it's another episode where we're going to be doing a creative, create a comic book movie. We're going to, well, at least I have uh, Tony Vance here, hey. who will be pitching his idea, Hi. and our very special guest, John Bruski from Pod, Bros Podcasting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> glad, glad to be in studio again with you guys. We're so happy that you're here because we've been trying to for a while. And we do because of Tony's work schedule and Jeff's work schedule kind of oh yeah, Clyde's yeah. and mine. We always do a lot of um, early like weekday recordings, which yeah. is not the ideal time to try and do something when you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah. Especially if you want to get other adults <laughs> I know. And on the process. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, tough. I mean, Jeff's schedule really just screws everything up. <laughs> yep. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> it's all Jeff. <laughs> um, so you guys are going to pitch some of your ideas, and we're going to have people vote in the comments, and then okay. whoever wins from last week's show, we're going to have that person and one of you guys back on, and we will have you guys either pitch a new one or a sequel. Oh. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Cool. Um, I said that to Jeff last time, and he was like, "Oh my! All my characters die in the end." So, oh. <laughs> like, I was like, and I thought he was serious, so I was like, "Well, shit." Um, but before we, uh, as always, before we jump into all this other stuff, we're going to talk a little bit about some news. And there's one particular thing that has has struck my attention this week. If you, well, have you guys heard the the rumblings of Channing, Tat- Channing Tatum? Jumping over to DC, <laughs> yeah. really, and uh, possibly playing Shazam. I did hear really. That. Now this is like a black helicopter scenario, <laughs> where <laughs> basically what happened is Channing um, Tatum melts steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> every that, every girl in America was like, "Yeah, he does." Uh-huh. The uh, there's a new director on on uh, tap for Flash. And when he was signed on, he like suddenly added like all these people that are part of the DC extended universe or cinematic universe. I don't know what the fuck they're calling it. And he added all these people. And then he also added Channing Tatum. So people basically took from that, oh, Channing Tatum's going to be in a DC movie. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Um, wow. So it is kind of like, I don't know if there's, I mean, we can speculate. I don't know if there's any truth to it. Yeah. Um, well, there's like speculation yeah. that he's leaving Gambit because that movie's just been a oh yeah a that's, huge clusterfuck. That's what I heard that he was off Gambit. Like it wasn't uh, it just, everything just fell apart on it. Well, the director that because they lost the director, then they got a new mm-hmm. director, and now that director may be doing a sci-fi thriller called Chaos Walking, which means he might not be doing Gambit now. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. So this movie, I think, just Gambit, I think, just needs to die. Yeah. Not the character, just the movie in general. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. go back to the to the storyboard and I I mean, I, I've from day one I never had any interest really in it. I love Gambit. I just oh, don't yeah. know if he's really a character that I would want to see a whole entire movie based right. on. Right, yeah. But um so Channing Tatum, people are saying it could be make an appearance in the Flash as Shazam. What do you think about that possibility? I you know, it wouldn't bother me, especially like Kind of old school mm-hmm. Shazam. I, I like. I could see him as old school. Like if if when Shazam came out, they were like, "Ah, we're gonna make a movie about this." <laughs> and, uh, and then Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Channing Tatum's there around that time. They're like, "That Channing boy, he's perfect for it." <laughs> I, I just see it. I mean, I'm, I can't. You can't really talk 
any crap. I mean, like these these actors are like pulling out the stops and like bringing these characters alive nowadays, and it's just and, like, like I got I got my mouth like just shoved full of like regret when Affleck, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you mouth shoved full of regret. Yeah. He put that bat dick. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It was just like you know I, I ate my words. I was like, damn, Ben Affleck's a fucking badass Batman. <laughs> I am so sorry for talking shit about you. You, your response and your feelings basically feel it sounds like a lot like how I was with Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker, uh-huh. where at yeah. first I was like Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Heath a nice tale, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it happened. and I was like fucking Heath Ledger, and then he died, <laughs> and <laughs> and. Uh, but he like you know he redefined a role like to take a character uh-huh. as iconic as the Joker that's done been done by like Cesar Romero and uh, Mark uh, Hamill and Mark Hamill Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson. Mm-hmm. and take it and put your own stamp and put your own twist on it that it becomes as iconic as those I know original that's like that's huge so anytime there's casting that I may not agree with or that I'm leery about I'm just like you know what you know I, I'm gonna give it a chance I was uh-huh. open to even to like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor I'm like you know what I'm I'm gonna give it a chance I'm not gonna write it off. Um, and Channing Tatum, like he's not a terrible actor. He no. u- he used to be really bad. He's gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah. He's gotten a lot better. She's yeah. the man was amazing. When uh, <laughs> 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 he was in uh, he was in though that uh, Coen Brothers movie yeah. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was he's hilarious in the Twenty One Jump Street oh, movies. Oh like, yeah, he is. I love it. Um, so I, I mean I was never against really him being uh, Gambit. Gambit. I was more against the idea, but like him as Captain Marvel, you know, like because Captain Marvel, he's is in a lot of ways he's a grown boy, right? right? Exactly. Like, and yeah. I think Good Shannon point. Tatum could Good bring point. on some of those <laughs> boyish qualities. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I say this and not make it sound gay? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> You've piqued my intrigue. <laughs> and then you know, I think the real question too is. Can you see like a Channing Tatum Shazam going toe to toe with a Dwayne Johnson? And that exactly. That's that's see, what I can though. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see it. Like I can completely see it. Yeah. And I think I think Dwayne Johnson, like if if that goes down. Yeah, I think I think I that'll think be, it's a, be real sweet. Yeah. I, I mean it almost even kinda goes back to me thinking like uh, it might be cheesy and over the top like eighties action movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like fully in love with it. That's what I want. <laughs> That's always what I want. Um, what was I? Oh, fuck, I was going to say something. <laughs> Language. <laughs> when? <laughs> when? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I said fat dick. I'm like, oh, wait, I listen to you guys every week. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. One thing that really won me over on him as a person, like, I, I had read interviews with him through GQ magazine and stuff, and I'm like, this guy seems like a really cool dude just in general. Mm-hmm. But the thing that like just solidified it was everyone, It was I think it was at Comic-Con, actually. Everyone gets off stage, and uh, Stan Lee's there. Mm-hmm. And all, oh, all the yeah. other actors, they go one way. Stan Lee's trying to like walk down the steps, and Channing Tatum's the only one who stops and helps Stan Lee. Out. I know. Yeah. Like, yep. I was like, you can tell. I mean, he's from Ooh. Alabama, like Southern uh-huh. boy, you know, just... Just a gentleman saw this dude, old frail dude. That if he fell, Stanley's dead. Yeah, <laughs> 2016. You leave poor Stanley alone, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I, uh, 
I, I wake up from cold in cold sweats from a dream of that nature where I'm like, Stan, no. Yeah. Oh, I um, God. I was watching an episode of Comic Book Men and he was on it, and he's uh, at one point he's sitting on the counter like talking to them like and they're asking questions and I, all the whole time I'm thinking like get the fuck off the counter what are you doing <laughs> no 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 insurance policy insurance policy Come on, man. you should be up that high. No. The producers of the show is a fucking reckless bastard. Um, I actually had mentioned this in the uh, other episode that I did with um, Jeff and Eric and Mike and all that. Uh, I just read about it this week, and this isn't really going to apply too much to like Channing Tatum scenario, but it's interesting to think about if more studios start doing it. I've read that Marvel has been putting basically a no-compete clause in a lot of their actors' contracts. Huh. Yeah. So once you sign on for a Marvel movie, you can't sign, you can't sign on for like a DC or oh, a Fox movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I've heard those rumors before too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, and I, it, it, it's it's because you've seen people go from like Fox to Marvel or you know Marvel, but right. you really haven't seen them go the other way. Right. Because yeah. you get you look at uh, Michael B. Jordan who's coming over uh-huh. to do Black yeah. Panther from uh, Fantastic Four. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that's something to think that's about. That's intriguing. We didn't really use those rules, though, applied to our uh, picks last nice. week. Which uh, Let's do a quick rundown of everyone's picks last week so I can get you okay. guys up to speed. Um, so we had Jeff. Uh, Jeff's pick was The Invaders. Oh, and this huh. was on the precedent that uh, Marvel has retained the rights back to Submariner. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And he was going to take a movie, and he was gonna, it was going to be set in the... Uh, World War II era, uh-huh. and this was going to be in the Marvel Universe. So you're getting Chris Evans as Captain America. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get uh, Captain Britain, which was going to be played by, or not, not Captain Britain. I'm sorry, Union Jack. Okay. Who's going to be who's going to be played by Ajax from Deadpool? <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, there was, um, and of course, Submariner, who I I knew he was going to say before he even said it, and I just wanted to see if you guys can guess who did he say. Who would you guys like of all the actors in the world right now? Who would you pick as Submariner? Who would I pick, or who yeah. would Jeff pick? Who would you pick? Most obvious choice. The dude from Walking Dead. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, uh, Zachary Quinto. Oh, Wait, oh that's yeah, a he's great said choice. That before. Oh my god, I know. Yeah, I was thinking something like Johnny Depp, just because of Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. I'm like. I just see this wet, stringy Johnny Depp, and that's him just walking onto the set, be like, all right, I'm ready to go, guys. <laughs> but he, had a, he set up this really cool premise. Uh, I forget who it was they were fighting. Uh, pardon me, so you'll have to go back and listen to that. But basically, they were trying to uh, retrieve a horn from Atlantis that he said would awaken a Lovecraftian-like beast. Yes, yes. And uh, Gosh, that's beautiful. His uh, director was Homero um, Dottoro. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, which well, oddly enough, that would be intriguing. Was the same direct? Oh no, he had a combination of him and Robert Rodriguez. Oh, it was oh boy. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tag team effort. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show, guys. This has been great. I'll see you guys later. Um, Eric's pick was, I, and I knew he was going to pick this because he he sent me a message and he said he couldn't think of what to pick. And I told him I was like. You don't got to limit yourself to comic books. Like maybe there's like an old 80s property or some kind of property you'd want to see. So Eric went with Mighty Max. That's why you're watching Mighty Max. That's why why I was watching Mighty Max when you guys got here. Um, (laughs) 
Except like he was a little fuzzy on the rules, so he went with like an eighties cast. Okay. Type of cast. So he cast nineteen eighties <laughs> Corey Feldman as Mighty Max. <laughs> Circa the birds. The burbs. Oh, oh beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yes. We had uh Ian McKellen as Virgil. <laughs> oh, so this I would be like it. a this would be like a shrunken down bird version of Ian McKellen, which I maintain sounded absolutely horrifying. Oh man, I would think you'd have to get Jim Henson's creature shot, yeah, that yeah. That and just have him voice. Oh it. my god, that would have been fantastic. It just oh god, that we just made Eric's movie better. Seriously, <laughs> oh my god. Um, for Norman, this one really shocked me because Norman was like the big barbarian like yeah, yeah. guy who, in his past life, was also like Hercules yeah. and Thor and all these other people. Um, he picked Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um, and then <laughs> for Skullmaster, oh, boy. he went with who better to get than the original voice of Skullmaster, but Tim Curry. <laughs> oh, Beautiful. Oh yeah, I shoot. Okay. Man. Give me that movie right now, in 2016. With I don't think Tim Curry's up for it, man. Uh, no. no, I think I think Tim Curry's perfect for the role right now. Oh. He's pretty scary looking. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. High 2016. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, it just yeah, I was possessed by the spirit. Of and it was it was it was going to follow a lot of the uh, premise of you know the original show, which we and when we went on this like talk about how just how fantastic that show was. Um, and then Jeff also, or I'm sorry, Eric also pitched an alternate idea, which is if Mighty Max was made in the seventies <laughs> as a black exploitation film, oh. <laughs> but I don't remember who he was putting in that. But <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just remembered the other, uh, the other invader Jeff was going to throw in his movie was also, uh, Black Panther, which would be T'Challa's grandfather. Oh, sweet. Uh, Which, um, that would be pretty cool. He, he, was going th- he was going through it as a... He was going to be in costume the entire time, so you would only hear his voice. Yeah. So I forget the individual's name, but he was going to cast uh, the gentleman that did the voice of Goliath and Gargoyles. Oh, <laughs> okay. So right. I was like, you put him on anything. Um, I'm thinking James Earl Jones, like, right? <laughs> yeah. Away. I was like, that's <laughs> just the voice that you could... And I'm thinking of Coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is this Velvet? St- yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck in the 80s still now. Uh, my pick was uh, Justice League Dark. Oh, okay. Ooh, nice. Um, for the director, I picked uh, James Wan. Also, Eric had the same director as Jeff, by the way. I don't know no. if I mentioned well, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I went with James Wan, who well, did like The Conjuring. And yeah. Why did you go with that? Why did I go with J- yeah. James Wan? Um, I was going to go with Del Toro. Okay. But I was like, that's too fucking obvious because he was originally attached to the project. And then I, I just remember like Del, uh, James Wong's done a lot of cool visuals with like The Conjuring. And right. I pitched it as being a sort of um, action adventure horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for the roles, I, uh, I had uh, Ewan McGregor as John Constantine, um, Amelia, Amelia Clark as Zatanna from uh, Game of Thrones fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Woody Harrelson as Dead Man. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Hugh Laurie as Etrigan the Demon. Okay. And Jason Blood. And then Idris Elba as Swamp Thing. 
And then uh, I had uh, Sweet. Mark Strong cast as the villain of Felix Frost. Okay. So that Frost, was my huh? pitch. And it was basically, I pitched as, instead <laughs> of doing, you know, you have these ensemble movies and it's usually always focused on a male lead. Yeah. You got your Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Avengers, like, you know, Gamora, Black Widow, even like Wonder Woman. Like they kind of, they're secondary characters as opposed to the male leads. Right. So let's switch it up and let's give the lead to Zatanna. This is right. going to be her story. Okay. Yeah. The movie was going to open with like uh, them fighting Felix uh, and trying to entrap him. And in doing so, Zatanna's father, Zatara, uh, played by, um, uh, fuck, why am, why am I forgetting the name? That's why. Liam Neeson. Oh, Neeson. Oh, sweet. <laughs> uh, basically sacrifices himself. Is this another Taken movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sacrifices himself, and thus, like, Zatanna kind of swears off the life of that her father led, and she just kind of okay. becomes a Vegas magician. All and right. A very popular one, because... Yeah. And then he comes back, and, you know, you have the old guards, you know, Dead Man and Swamp Thing and Etrigan kind of coming back, trying to pull her back in. They also bring mm-hmm. in Constantine, and there's also a little... Uh, Little love interest, obviously between Constantine and Zatanna, but it's very uh, wishy-washy as it is in like the comic books and okay. stuff like that. So, nice. like sexual tension. Yeah, sexual tension, but also very, yeah. uh, like, <clears throat> very, you know, uh, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. like with with some uh, anger. Uh, Mikey's pick was the Sentry. Oh, nice! And mm. he didn't get. Uh, I forget who he'd had as a director. But he had Michael Fassbender cast as the Sentry, hmm. which that kind of blew me away. Wow. Okay. I was like, like, but I, I told him, I was like, the, what I liked about his was I would like the idea of Marvel basically taking their version of one of the, one of their few versions of Superman mm-hmm. and doing a movie with him and doing basically doing Superman better than DC's been doing Superman. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, that, that yeah. right there, that intrigues me. I totally yeah. agree. Um, what so about we, his concept? Like, well, what's his concept for the movie? Um, I forget. He didn't. Re- <laughs> I was, I was, I was hoping for like the internal battle yeah, uh, storyline. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, right there. Um, but he's the only person he had cast. I think was Michael Fassbender as uh, Sentry. Huh. Um, Michael d- Fassbender does it all. He yeah, does the whole thing. Directs it too. But uh, <laughs> you'll you'll have to go back and listen to the show. But uh, that uh, that took a whole weird turn with. Fassbender playing like a Magneto Jesus and what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. It took a turn, but uh, when we went around and we voted around the table, it was basically it was uh, two for Jeff's and two for Mighty Max. Okay, um, those are beautiful. All uh, that's beautiful. This is exactly what I was afraid of coming. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I told Eric the only reason I didn't vote for his is I wasn't a hundred percent sold on the cast, but I was definitely like. Thinking the entire time, like, why haven't they fucking made a Mighty Max movie? Like, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. it wasn't like super popular, but they've made a fucking movie for every other property. Why not? Seriously, that's kind of a surprise. I, especially now with like it's seeming these uh, movie companies are just like feeding off of our nostalgia. Oh yeah, exactly. And you had GI like, Joe, yeah, and Turtles. We just talked about uh-huh. Ghostbusters. Yeah, so Ghostbusters. <laughs> <This is> true. <laughs> Yeah, you would think that uh, Polly Pocket would make a uh, <laughs> cameo in Mighty Max. Did, did I got to ask? Shared universe, shared <laughs> exactly. universe. Uh, did uh, Did Eric mention who Mighty Max's mo- mom would be at all? Yes, he did. Okay. Um, it was uh, Marion from uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> God, man. 
And he just like fucking threw this together, by the way. That's beautiful. He was on That's his way over. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, seriously. I I am so ashamed of myself now. Like <laughs> you guys are never gonna invite me back after this. Those were terrific. It sounds like me and Mike are probably on the same level, like with our with our prepping of our our stuff. So um let's hear with you guys. Who would like to start? John, you're the guest. I, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, wow. Jeez. Okay, so I, I sat down and I, I had to write out, like, basically every stereotypical director, actor, and actress right now. And, uh, By the way, like, I could picture you sitting down and working on this and, like, your wife trying to get your attention, needing help with the kids. You're like, I'm working on my fantasy movie. That's <laughs> pretty much exactly what happened. Uh, she was like, hey, uh, your son wants to play. I'm like, not now. This is important business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a movie star. <laughs> like, I'm hoping Marvel steals my idea. <laughs> and I get nothing for it. They can just have it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see it alive on the screen. But no, seriously, man. Uh, when Jeff said Invaders, that really like just... I, I seriously wanted to get up and walk out. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about him. When he said that, beautiful. I was like, I expect nothing less yeah, yeah, from the, Jeff. Yep, yeah, yep. That fits exactly him so it. perfectly. I hate him for it even more. <laughs> you hear that, Jeff? We all hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually love him. Ch- <laughs> Chasa or whatever it was in Captain America Civil War. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Tuska. Yeah. I put my, my thumb on his lips all the time. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I was trying to think and I'm like, well, you know, the, there's one storyline. I've asked this question on uh, Pencil and Ink and it was like, what were some of the comics that you've read? that have actually almost either made you cry or almost made you cry. Mm. And really, I would love, and I know Fox talked about this a long time ago, was to do a Magneto movie on its own. Yeah. And there's a storyline uh came out, I want to say 2007, 2008, I believe 2008, where it was his backstory and it was talking about him basically just being in the concentration camp and the Holocaust. And uh, it just, there's one scene that will always stay in my head forever is he walks in and he opens up a door and he just sees a room full of glasses. And mm. it's like, it's a punch in the gut. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I, you know, partially I want to see this movie be done, but I don't want everyone to walk out just depressed and be like, well, what the fuck did I just watch? I just watched the Schindler's List yes, of comic yes, book exactly. movies. <laughs> exactly. But I always thought it would be terrific to do Magneto's story. And I mean, possibly leading up, if if anyone would vote for it, you could do the sequel, almost leading into a House of M mm-hmm. as a sequel. Mm. Oh so my god! So no one steal that and from And you could me. rewrite all the X-Men bullshit yes, again. Yes, yeah. <laughs> again. Again, you could do it. This is almost like if Marvel ever got got X-Men back into its universe. Mm. And I just, obviously, I, I, I love Ian McKellen as uh, Magneto. So I'm like, that's to me, that was just perfect. I could see it uh, just, he, he's just terrific as it. Uh, I I almost want to put Scorsese in as it. But I'm, I'm almost worried to have Scorsese as my director because, like, I don't know what Scorsese I'm going to get. Yeah, exactly. 
I might get something beautiful or I might get something where I'm just like, oh, God, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> but like I, I was going back and forth on stuff and, and I really I'm like, OK, can we pull dead directors out? Do, do they come back for the grave or does everyone have to be alive? Um, <laughs> given that Eric kind of threw that out the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, and that's it. I was trying to stay everything alive. Um Part of me, just because I thought it would be absolutely insane, would be to cast Tarantino as the director of it. But I'm just like, I don't want to see a bloodbath. Uh, but yeah, no. Alive, my director would be Scorsese, just because I could see him. Or even Francis Ford Coppola, because oh, I'd be wow. interested. That'd be like him coming back into it and, and just... This motherfucker's shooting for the Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just he wants to break that boundary. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, re- I I really like. I could see someone walking into this and and being like, oh wow, you know, you you wouldn't even have to talk about his magnetic powers. You know, just the powers mm-hmm. of Magneto, just him as a character, as a person, and, and so much so. Like I said, it, it was one of the first comics that ever really like left. Like I I seriously was speechless. Like I sat there after I read it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I never thought... I mean, comics have moved me in so many different ways, but never has a book left that big of an impact on me. And so I'm thinking, oh, man, yeah. And like, I could see Coppola doing it. I could see... Uh, I, I could see Ian McKellen still <laughs> be in the role of it um, later on, obviously. Yeah. Well, but, well, is there anybody you had in mind for maybe... Were you going to stick with maybe if you were doing yeah, a younger yeah. Magneto, like a... I mean, how long was... I don't know how old he was when he got out of the concentration camp. It, like, uh, it, he was a young boy, actually, kind of. So you could, so you could still it, go with, like, like, a younger you'd to, actor. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to definitely go with a younger actor on that one. And, and Which, like, uh, that gets tricky, like, picking a, a child actor. Right, yeah. Because child actors, they can either be good... Or they can be really terrible, like, uh, cringeworthy oh, I know, good. I know, I know. And, and that's, that's one thing that makes me kind of worried about who I'd pick for, for him as a young guy because the uh, the kid who plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham, mm-hmm. I I was, like, really surprised at him. And I know his first name's David, but it's pronounced David, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I saw fucking on, David, David. Yeah, I saw an IMDB, and that's exactly kind of like what it said. It was, like, <laughs> pronounced David, and I was like, Oh, this is just like that Sprint commercial pronounced Gordon. <laughs> like, oh, is this for real or is this a joke? So like, I, I know his first name, but I forget his last name. But I'm like, that kid, I could just see it, like the transition of him uh, and being into Ian McKellen, you, you, mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender, Ian McKellen. Like, seriously, if you sat and you, you, you could easily manipulate just from him being young to, to getting older. And I'm like, mm. wow, I, I could see that kid. And I just, I see him and, and like the, the Holocaust clothing just tattered. And, and it just, I don't know. Like I, I could definitely picture that kid playing uh, a young Magneto. And um, I just. Uh, I, the. Uh, so and it, presumably Marvel has it right. So it, it's not going to take like thirty plus years for these characters to age. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. But uh, no, no. The uh, the actually the director that I wanted. Sorry to get way off topic and back again. <laughs> but uh, I was like, I would really like to see uh, Kurosawa end up doing something like this. Like I, I just see, but then, then again, I started getting into it even more and I'm thinking, Oh man, I'd really love to see him take on, uh, 
uh, Cyclops and Storm when they're mm-hmm. battling for the leadership of uh, the head of the mutants, uh, uh-huh. the X Men. And I was yeah. like, could you imagine that? Like Kurosawa taking on yeah. Cyclops and the Storm storyline. And I'm like, how would that go? That, to me, I think that'd be crazy. It'd be like a four and a half hour long movie, and I'm gonna be like, uh-huh. oh my god! And I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, let's keep going. Come on, give it to me more. Um, that and then, like, I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but like, you you've touched on like just like so much of the untapped potential that's in the X Men franchise mm-hmm. that it's it's a it's a it's a franchise that's been okay. That deserves to be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, um, you know, it's resting on the the things that it's no been known for that it did back in two thousand. That compared to where we are now, just does not hold up anymore. Uh, right. And yeah, yeah. You presenting like basically like we're gonna do this whole new thing and we're gonna like amp it up. We're gonna make it real good and we're gonna get directors that aren't Brian Singer that isn't just <laughs> directors that aren't just going to stick to the same old formula that they've been using since 2000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the thing too, that I thought about as well is if Marvel brought it back into it, you could actually definitely have cap come in and just one of those scenes where, where you've heard and you've read about it uh, and it's real life and it's history, but the guys come in and they just, you, could you imagine seeing oh like my God, I know where you're the, going. the Howling Commandos and Cap oh freeing my. the camp and seeing Magneto, a young Magneto there? Oh, my there. God. Like, I mean, I just... <laughs> oh, let me a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm almost getting tears Here in my eyes thinking it. about this. Just oh, like wow. thinking of some kind of interaction between a young Magneto and, and a Captain America and maybe seeing Magneto get some sort of advice from Captain America that isn't quite what... Cap means, but yeah, he takes, but it, he in takes it in a his, yeah. in his oh, own way. Goosebumps. <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. Me too. It just. Oh. I, I just. I, uh, oh God, man. Oh. I, I seriously would probably be sitting there in the uh, credits with tears just starting to like <laughs> come down my face. My wife be like, "Are Are you really okay? Are you, are you right? Give me a moment." That was a. Oh, that's the. You, oh, that was man. your. That's a selling point right there. That's what that is. It, it would make. It, it would have to be like a pretty crazy like i'm picturing a crazy entrance like just the like you hear like you see just smoke and fog off in the distance you hear gunfire and shit and just people getting their asses kicked and then like all of a sudden you just kind of hear this like old snare drum roll and then out of the fog comes the holly commandos and mm-hmm. captain america and you just hear very lightly the and then it's like the tail end of the movie you see and then then somehow you see like ian mckellen just kind of sitting there thinking about what had gone on mm-hmm. in his life, and you you would you would play that part where you have Chris Evans telling you know this David, <laughs> you know young Bruce Wayne, uh, basically giving his spiel about this and how you know, and then you like, you set everything up too like down the road like if you do another one for like another interaction between this older Magneto and Captain America and him telling like hey you inspired me. And Cap being like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't put this, <laughs> this on me, man. <laughs> this isn't exactly what I meant. Um, and I'm going to say the the thing I like about yours, too, is the same thing I liked about Jeff's, is seeing more of those World War II adventures of Captain America. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we didn't really get a lot of that in, like, uh, First Avenger. Like, right, we got, yeah. it was just all a montage. Like, we don't, like, this was, like, this wasn't like a few months that he was doing this. This was like a few years. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so exactly. there's like this huge gap of time 
in like Captain America film history, just like I was always left wanting more Holland Commandos. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. wanted oh, yeah, to see too. more Holland Commandos. And if you're, I mean, you can also argue too. You're you're merging the Marvel and X Men universe now. You have the Holland Commandos, and who was part of the Holland Commandos? Wolverine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you're setting up. Oh. Yeah, I know. Right? The potential, right? The potential. I just love it. Hollywood, quit fucking around. <laughs> I actually, I want to scrap that all, and I'm just gonna do a Dum Dum Dugan uh, storyline. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> I love Dum Dum actually, but no, I, I could see it all, and it just, uh, it, I, I seriously, I, oh man, yeah, I wish. Good, good, good work. That Thank was you. A, Thank you. Took a lot of thought and. Definitely got me excited for, like, the merging of these universes and, like, those scenes, like, just those powerful moments of, like, Cap and Magneto and Uh an old Magneto Cap and uh, possibly having Wolverine fighting with the Howling Commandos. That would be nuts. And, you Um, know, I know someone high up at Disney loves Kapow Chaos, so they're listening (laughs) to this right now. And they're like, oh, my God. They're right. They're right. Why haven't we thought about this all this time? Just gonna we need to it. patch things up with Fox and, right. and work on a deal like they did with Sony. And then they realize, wait, fuck patching things up. We're going to buy Fox. We're going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. All right. Uh, you got anything else? No, I mean, I, I, I feel kind of bad because I really, I had actresses written down, but like, I mean... You crumpled you your have, paper and you can't read them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would definitely have Peggy Carter in there, especially mm-hmm. now that they canceled the show. Just like mm-hmm. give her a little bit of a. Uh, that was another thing. Uh, Jeff was going to have like Peggy Carter in there, Howard Stark. Oh yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like mm-hmm. he was going to bring back a lot of that first Avenger. I think mm-hmm. cast. Um, we could, you know, you could potentially like put. In yours and his, you could put like Tommy Lee Jones back in. Exactly. That's right. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Tommy Lee Jones doing his old man face too. Like it's just perfect. It's Looking like, like a grizzled old tree. Yep. Walking yeah. around, walk, <laughs> just have him walk around, and every so often he just goes grenade. Ah, <laughs> uh, great. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was fantastic. I I, I was actually very touched and moved um, by that whole spiel. Thank you. John and Come Tony are, are actually far more prepped for this than uh, we were. The night before, or the episode before, <laughs> where like they have everything like written down. This is a freak accident. <laughs> like this is a. How do you freak, freak accident? Right? Come something on, down. You, we've known each other for a long That's time. That's true. <laughs> like some some things, it's just you know, it'll be three a.m. in the morning, and then like your idea will pop in my head, and all of a sudden my brain just starts going. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say this: when I first started thinking of my Justice League Dark, I started to end up having respect for some of these writers that do these comic book movies. Because they get a lot of flag for not staying true to the yeah. source material, right. and I'd have this great idea, and then I'd be reading through some of it, but that doesn't in, in canon with the source material. Shit, right? Yeah. So then you try to incorporate the source material, and then it becomes more convoluted, and then you're like, I have more yep. respect for those fucking guys. Oh, now. I know. <laughs> yep, I know. Exactly. See, it's like the the trick is for them to just be enough like the books, mm-hmm. where that they can just do that slight turn. And mm-hmm. I think that's why the Marvel Cinematic Universe does so well. It's right. like we we give you just they enough take the good elements. Yeah, and it, they don't overdo it. They don't try to be too much, but they still just try to be their own thing, mm-hmm. right? Just like you know, I mean, look at Civil War. I mean, not a, not a panel by panel reinterpretation, right. oh, yeah, no, but exactly. it took the elements enough of it that made it good and incorporated into something great. Yeah. They they paid uh, homage to the classic uh, frames of the comic mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. which was like a that was a big deal for me. Like they they doing that. Uh, 
Yes. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> when that one, when that one with came the same with screen, the Iron Man firing like, the, I was like, oh, they did it. Oh, uh, enough about real movies. Let's okay. talk about fake movies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Tony. All right. I'm I'm uh, uh, the head of a studio. <laughs> wow, me. <laughs> You want to be a famous actress, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it off. <laughs> Forgive me, Papa. I think this is the second time we've used this reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I. <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was, but it's definitely been, yeah. been used. All right, so I decided to do um, a Batman film. Uh, more of like a. All star Batman feel. You're trying to butter me up. I know. No, no. See, I knew you were gonna say that. But I was like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, All Star Batman. That'd be really yes. sweet to see. And like, I'm like, oh fuck, Mike. Mike is gonna totally think that I'm like going towards him to get his vote. And I was like, fuck him, fuck him. I just <laughs> that doesn't even matter. Um. So, anyways, uh, the, the essential it, it would have a very All Star Batman feel, which is most of you know that is uh one of my all time top favorite Batman runs. Um, so we enter with seeing more of the age Batman once again um, that has already been through the depths of hell and Gotham and back and once again is plagued by the puzzles of the one and only Riddler. Um, but something's a little bit off, a little bit different this time around. Edward never really went this far with puzzle traps that were meant to intentionally harm innocent people uh so batman goes and does his thing you know and he's he's tracking down the riddler and ends up finding him and kind of this one-on-one showdown where an innocent is in one of the traps and bats has to stop him but then also stop riddler and you know that classic setup but bats doesn't make it in time well he, he makes it in time and he solves the puzzle but something is amiss and the innocent gets killed yeah, um, intentionally making Batman snap, so he just starts pummeling the Riddler, uh, while while he starts to regain control of himself, he realizes that Nigma's sitting there screaming that this wasn't supposed to happen. This wasn't part of the plan. She wasn't supposed to die. No one was supposed to get hurt, which then leads into a deeper uh, thing of wait, hold on. Edward's not the problem here. Somebody else is controlling Edward. Uh, didn't go too much further into it with that, but for the director's sense, of it was uh, I picked Pete Travis, which he's done uh, Dread and Vantage Point. Uh, for cinematographer, I picked uh, Anthony... Uh, what's his name? Anthony Dudmantley. D- D- which he's done like 127 hours and 28 days later. Man, you went nice. Yeah, you went really. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. Uh, for producers, I I went old school with my heart and soul. And uh, producers are Jeff Johns, Scott Snyder, David Finch, and Jim Lee. <laughs> um, Batman Bruce Wayne is played by the one and only Ben Affleck. Because why fuck up something good? Uh, Alfred Pennyworth is played by Jeremy Irons once again. Riddler slash Edward Nigma is played by Matt Smith, who is most infamous as his role of the 11th Doctor in Doctor Who. Oh, nice. Um, Commissioner Gordon is played by Brian Cranston. You're not going yes. the J.K. Simmons route? Uh, see, I was going to, 
But but then you saw his Master Roshi pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually got me really oh, excited. Man. I was like, yes, buff Jim Gordon that looks like he could punch the shit out of somebody. Yeah, man. Um, and then I I did I, I kind of went in a little further into it, but like it, it's all kinked up and stuff like that. Like you said, like you it's hard get into like, it. I got and you're like, for wait you guys a second. Now. So like I threw a couple of random things in there, like uh, Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Um, would pop up and do their little song and dance number, literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> choreograph song and dance. Oh, yeah, I should remind you guys, uh, at one point, we were toying around with Jeff's idea of his movie being a hip hopera. <laughs> 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 uh, but, Dick, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to pull the role of Mike today. Let's stay on target. Um, <laughs> Nightwing Dick Grayson, I, I said, would be played by uh, Jared Pedalecki, which you know is from Supernatural. Mm-hmm. He's he's Moose. I mean, Sam Winchester. <laughs> um, and then I, I kind of went into, like, this crazy off-spree off thing, like, where Mad Hatter would come into play would be. And I, I, I'm only bringing this up because of my casting. Uh, Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. <laughs> And uh, you know he he plays what's his face the the archae or the paleontologist or yeah I don't Grant know. He yeah Grant. Grant. Grant Grant thank you yeah. thank you but yeah so that I know was my fucking reason. Jurassic Park <laughs> I couldn't remember his fucking name the guy with the little neck chip <laughs> his neckerchief <laughs> not but, Jeff Goldblum not Jeff Goldblum <laughs> speaking of that did you see that video where it's yeah. like Jeff Goldblum and talking to David Jeff. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So that it sounds like um, it sounds like what you're going for is almost like a mystery who done it, yeah, sort of deal, and that could send Batman under where you could get a lot of the different rogues in. Where like, yep, you might be thinking it's this one, and then oh, nope, it's not that one. Almost getting like a a hush vibe, yeah, or mm-hmm. an Arkham City vibe, yeah, if, if, for people that don't read. Which comics. I mean. I there there was rumors going around that like Ben Affleck's Batman is going to incorporate a lot of the villains. Um, I don't know if it's going to be in that type of manner. Like he uh-huh. said that uh, it's going to be like a all mostly original story mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I would be all for like just seeing as many uh, of the rogues of <laughs> the rogues as possible. Just, I, like, I as I, long I, as it works, as long as it doesn't feel yeah. shoehorned like a single yeah. film. I I personally want to see more of the actual detective side of Batman. Like him trying to figure out what the is most, going on. The most we've ever gotten of Detective Batman, I think, is in like the Dark Knight. <laughs> Fingerprints. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, seriously, like it's that's like, and we only got like a smidgen, mm-hmm. for a fraction of the detective side, and it's like, oh yeah, that that's that's one thing that like really draws me to the character is the fact that he uses his brain and works his way around all You're going like a mystery thriller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very yeah, it's a, yeah, almost like a mystery thriller slash like big blockbuster action because well, uh, you can't have Batman not beat people up. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's the best of both worlds of what who Batman really is. Right, exactly. That gets lost on a lot of uh, of people who are fans of the films. Uh-huh. It's only like it seems like it's a lot of times with Batman it's always leans one way or the other. Yeah. It's either, you know, he's never like that perfect balance of like uh-huh. Kung Fu master and fucking Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. Yeah. You know. And I I think that's why it's, there has never been a Batman movie that, like, I enjoy the Batman movies. I, 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 you know, I have them all. I watch them repeatedly. 
But like, there's never anything where I'm just like, oh man, this is fucking fantastic. Definitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it that's what it's really killing it for me. Like me reading the comic books and especially like this one that's so like rooted to my my youth and growing up constantly reading it is that balance that of who Batman really is as, as a superhero has never been shown. Like, mm-hmm. and it's such a raw element that like, I feel the general public would just fall in love with it. We, I mean, it's never been like well balanced. Like we've gotten a little bit in the dark. Night. I think I just thought of it too, when you were talking there, we also got a little bit of it in like the 89 Batman. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. he's like figuring out the chemicals right. that Joker's yeah. using and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's um, always been those like small little quips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I think to put him in like that mystery setting, like I said, like that who done it, uh-huh. like that would be like a really good opportunity to showcase yes. those abilities. Like you could throw in like the uh, sonar stuff and the infrared, uh-huh. and, uh, the detective mode that he uses in like Arkham City and I Arkham know. Asylum and all that stuff. Uh, oh, you all right? Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I burped, burped a little bit right there. Um, I gotta say, I'm I'm pretty shocked. I thought you were definitely gonna go like maybe like a Green Lantern route. I I actually have a Green Lantern one at home too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's but awesome. this one, this one really took over. Like I was like, no, this is it. Like this is the carpe. Originally, I was actually torn between doing a Justice League Dark or um, Green Lantern. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I, was like, I, I, I kind of it was the same thing where like I was like, I kind of feel a little bit more excited about this uh, Justice League Dark. Right. Like once I imagined the cast, I was like, I want to fucking see that movie now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not to mention, like Justice League Dark is such a it's it's so fresh. Like, there's not really, like, with Batman, obviously, like, there was nobody else I could really think of for Batman with other the, than Ben Affleck. With, like, you know, with Justice League Dark, you have a clean palette. Yes. To start from. And I think that's what kind of drew me to, to doing that. Is like, okay, I don't have anything else no aside ties. from, like, the Constantine movie. Uh-huh. I don't really have, or the old Swamp Thing, like, TV series. <laughs> 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 I don't have really anything, like, holding me back from doing this. But although I was kind of pissed... Because a couple days before we were going to do the first episode, uh, Warner Brothers Animation announced that they're going to be doing an animated Justice League Dark movie. Uh, So I was like, fuck. (laughs) I'm sure theirs will be much better. (laughs) I'm very intrigued to see what they can come up with. Um, All right, Tony, is that all you... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I got to tell you, I'm really torn between which one of these I would want to see over the other... Um, I knew I was going to have competition with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, honestly, All-Star Batman was like one of my backups. Like I, I, I wrote down seriously like what, what, what you said to me, basically plots, storylines, mm-hmm. these things that have affected me. And I'm like, man, All-Star Batman, All-Star Superman. I, I think the Batman. Oh, yeah, All-Star, All-Star Superman. Superman. I had that one. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I, I actually wrote down a lot of them on the back. Like I'm like thinking... Oh man! Well, some of these are kind of obvious. Some of these are kind of. I, I thought for sure someone would be like Dark Phoenix Saga. Mm-hmm. So right. when, you, when you told me, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, oh, no one really picked that because I, uh, that seems like it would be. You next. know what? I, side note. Sidebar. You know what has me very annoyed about this Dark Phoenix thing? Because if you haven't seen um, X Men Apocalypse, spoil, they, they kind of hint. 
Do they hint at? That's yeah, what I again. Figured. I figured, yeah. And it's just like, why? Why do we have this desire to skip over the Phoenix Saga, right? And go straight to straight the Dark, to dark Phoenix, Phoenix Saga? Yeah, exactly. But anyways, that's just my. No, I hear, I hear you there. <laughs> um, Tony, you you kind of win me over a little bit with just familiarity, because. Oh. You know, I know what I'm getting with like a Ben Affleck performance and right. Jeremy Irons and stuff like that. Um, if I had to go like on sole like originality, John would have it I hands agree. down. Like I agree taking completely. a story that I think a studio would be very afraid yeah. and very yeah. like draw back on. Mm-hmm. But if I was a studio, exa- oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's one last thing I'm thinking about too. I'm like, well, you got to have a villain, obviously, for Magneto's role. Oh yeah. Well. And I'm thinking like, uh, there's a Nazi. I'm gonna say I'm trying to think what his rank was, but it's just a Nazi that, especially recently at the tail end of Marvel, kind of came back, and I, and I think his name was Hitling. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, man, I could put Daniel Day Lewis in because Daniel Day Lewis can fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could just see him as this Nazi, like. Guy and just, ah uh, man, I could, I, with that super intense stare, yeah, of Daniel exactly. Day Lewis, the, the stare. That's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking. He wouldn't have Fuck. to speak. He wouldn't have to speak a role at all. <laughs> no, all he has to no. do is just stand at attention. You know, uh, when I was throwing together my Justice League Dark people, like for there was pe- there was people I was thinking of that I'm like I want them in it, but I don't know what to put them as. Yeah, <laughs> like I gotta find <laughs> yeah. something for them. Right. Yeah. Like very early when I started thinking, I was like, well, I was like, oh, I want Idris Elba. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I was like, but what am I going to put him as? Um, another person that I, d- unfortunately, I, I didn't utilize was um, Christoph Waltz. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh, I, I can listen to that guy talk for hours. <laughs> I was talk very, me to sleep. I meant to tell you this. I was very surprised. Woody Harrelson is a... Uh, Dead man? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, explain that. Well... I dig it, man. Originally, I, I'm, I, I'm not against it at all. Originally, like, I was going to do so Mark Strong as... as uh, okay, Dead Man. But I, from what I remember with Dead Man, Dead Man has a little bit more of a blue collar, yeah, uh, essence about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Who's you know? You can't get much more fucking blue collar <laughs> than Woody Harrelson." Uh, There's a toss up between him and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. yeah I can but see uh, too. so I yeah I went with that. I'm glad you went with Woody Harrelson over Matthew McConaughey though. I I don't know if I could do Matthew McConaughey as dead man. <laughs> He's just sitting there this whole time like this. <laughs> He's talking all soft. I think though, if a studio if if you two were to pitch to a studio, um, especially if it was for a comic movie, I think uh, the studio would end up going with Tony's. Oh yeah, just on the essence of like it was a safer bet. Exactly, it's a, exactly. Yeah. It's a safe. Like case. yours is like a. A fantastic idea, a very risky idea, mm-hmm. and they might be a little hesitant. Yeah, but that's not to say it's not a good idea. And we're gonna leave that up to everybody to decide right. and comment below. Um, just you know, you know, you just have to comment with the movie title. You know, gotta right. Or exactly. you, you can get into in depth. <laughs> get in depth into why you picked that one. Uh, um, I, I'm, I'm down with explanations. I love when people put explanations as oh, to yeah. why. The one yeah. thing I have to ask you, Tony, is. 
since you're basing yours on All Star Batman, mm-hmm. is there a scene where Batman fucks Black Canary on a rooftop <laughs> while people burn? <laughs> <laughs> like I just want like a full blown hardcore like. Uh, Monsters Ball. I'm going home and fucking reading that (laughs) goddamn book again. Um, Yeah, and it's going to be a crossover into the CW network universe, so it's going to be that Black Canary. (laughs) I just imagine like people watching it, and then all of a sudden it happens, and like like I said, it's like this Monsters Ball, like Holly Berry, it's just like dead silent. No, no, it's so weird. Oh God, Uh, that's Mom, uh, mom, I'm scared. I still can't watch that damn movie. (laughs) When that that scene happens, I'm just like, this is so awkward. Yeah. 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 It is. Oh, yeah. Did you guys have any, like, I know you mentioned Green Lantern was another one. Right. But, like, was there any other things that you were like, oh, yeah, man, maybe this one, this one, or that one? This is, I think for me and Mike, this is almost like a constant thing that happens almost every day where we're like, oh, you know what? I would really like to see this movie. And this I don't worry about real movies. life issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> me and him would, me, him, and our buddy Brian would do this all the time back when we worked at the theater. It's true. I remember uh, shortly after Iron Man came out. Yeah. And like we were starting to find out they were going to build this whole Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. We were like oh, sitting yeah. there trying to think, who would fucking be yeah. Captain America? <laughs> now one of us fucking said Chris Evans. No, I can tell you that. that is <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like we would do this all the time and uh, it's it's fun. I mean, you have your fantasy football. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're just, you know, so this, grown this... ass adults sitting in a basement talking about fantasy movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that. that, like, if if me and Mike sat down and we tried and thought really hard, there's probably like literally thousands of these like shoved in our oh, brains. Yeah, in yeah. The I think I think next time uh, when we do another one with everybody, I think I'll, I would like to do it like a uh, uh, aim it more. Like I, I would I would think it could be cool if we were like, all right, pitch me an X Men reboot. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, I like that idea. That's a I good idea. If everyone was really good on improv, you'd be like, "All right, we're gonna put all these ideas in a hat, and you gotta pitch it to oh me." My that, God. That's also a really good idea. <laughs> like, it sounds good until you're like, "Oh, let's do it," and then I'd get something that I'd never read before, and I'd be like, "So, all right, get this. Pitch, <laughs> pitch the movie. Let me shake it up." Crossed. Oh my oh god. My oh god. my god. Oh. All right. Well, first off, scene opens up and it's a bunch of these people just raping this family. Just and masturbating into a bowl oh. of bullets. God. Just yelling salt. fuck, fuck, salt fuck, fuck, fuck all over again. Oh, definitely god. hard NC 17 rating. Oh man, that movie. Um, Jesus. That, that comic series. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, um, let me just get your guys' opinion. Of the four that we talked about in our, our previous episode, mm-hmm. which one jumped out at you the most? Well, we'll start with you, Tony. I I would have to go only because Mikey's. I, I I don't know all of Mikey's. Like I don't know if what he used as a storyline. Like that that character really kind of grabs me. But because I don't know anything about the, what he said, I'm gonna go with Jeff's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would really like to see a Submariner movie. Um, 
which is weird because I'm not well, the biggest fan. Yeah, and of it wouldn't like he Submariner he definitely uh, reiterated that it would not be a Submariner, movie, right? Yeah, but it would be you know because you, you don't want to fucking take place in all of Atlantis. Like, who wants to do that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to. <laughs> uh, what about you, John? Oh man, I I wasn't expecting that century pick. I really loved that pick. Yeah. I really would love to hear more about it. I, I think there might be great. more in the episode. I just can't remember. It was at the tail end of the night, and yeah. things were getting kind of weird. No, uh, but I I knew for a fact like Jeff was just gonna fucking win me over with that Captain America stuff. Like <laughs> immediately when he said inv- invaders, like I seriously was just like, damn it, that's what I want to see. That's I think exactly what. So I of see. of all of us, uh, Jeff, if it was decided between. Us and the group last night uh, uh-huh. uh, on that precedent, Jeff would have would have won on that one. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I think once again, I think part of Jeff's is like that familiarity of like yeah. tying into the Marvel Cinematic exactly. Universe and like wanting to see that like World War Two still kind of green cap. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he include like uh, the Human Torch and all that in there? He did not include the original Human Torch. Oh wow, hmm. that would. Make my brain explode. Yeah. <laughs> if I was like, it's Chris, but it's not. It's not the human torch. It's not it's that like, human yeah, torch. Yeah, it's a different exactly. human torch. I, I was wondering because I mean, how do you how do you go about that too? Like explaining that. <laughs> yeah, Chris Evans plays both of them. <laughs> He's gonna like Eddie Murphy it. Yeah, Eddie Professor. Yep. Yep. If Eddie Murphy can do it, Chris Evans could do it. I'm all for it. And, um, and Cody will just be filled with rage <laughs> just watching it. Cody, <laughs> Cody was going to join us today, um, but he's upstairs. He's sleeping. He's a little sleepy. He works midnights. Um, but he had told me, like, one thing he was he was pitching around. Uh, oh, man, he had one? Was a story. I think it was called um, The Cape. Yeah. Or something oh, like that. Okay. Where uh, this this, he's kind of, he described him as, like, a, a terrible, like, you know, your average comic book nerd, like neck beard and just kind uh-huh. of overweight and, you know, kind of a slob. And his girlfriend breaks up with him and he ends up getting superpowers from this old blanket he used to use. But instead of like doing like good things, he does like terrible things. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like, a, I think, he, I want to say there's like a frame in the comic where he's like flying and a plane's coming right toward him. And he has a chainsaw in his hand. Like that's the one that's kind of like popping out in my head right now. Um, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. And and that was something that he was going to, uh, was going to, twi- is it called like the cape or the blanket or something like that? Ah, fuck. I hate myself. <laughs> um, Man. and then like he kept describing this guy as being like a, like a kind of a slob, you know, you know, you're, and I was like, so you're going to do Jonah Hill, right? <laughs> is that yeah. who you're going to, going to cast as him? He was like, because oh, he kept saying the author's name was uh, Joe Hill. Uh-huh. Um, but I was very interested to see like uh, where he went with that. Yeah, and I, I kind of helped yeah. you guys out. Like that's his idea. If you would like to have Cody, had maybe he could. Uh, no, we should definitely like if we do another one of these. I want I want to hear that idea. Like I would I I would like to hear that pitch because I. It was. It I have read the book. The yeah. I've read the book, but like I can't really fully remember. Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear from somebody that obviously enjoys the book, uh, yeah. their pitch. Expect that. Not to mention, I'm just surprised that he had a pitch. Mm-hmm. I thought he was <laughs> going to go maybe with like uh, blankets. 
Yeah. Like, that really super, super long book. It's like seriously like the size of a dictionary. I thought he was, was I thought, really huge. Um, or uh, I thought he was going to go with the Max Bemis book. Um, the, oh, wait. Bipolar? Or, the, I know what you're talking about. I, I forget what it is, but basically. Not he, the new X-Men that he did. No, no. It's uh, basically he gets powers from his depression or something like that. Yeah. It's I, bipolar. It's, um, it's weird. I, I've never read it. I've nothing against it. Say anything, Max Bemis, like they're awesome. Um, I just haven't got around to reading it. Does okay. he have it? Does Cody have it? Uh he I don't know. Mikey's borrowing it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's gonna do it. Uh be sure to vote and check back every Sunday for new episodes of Kapowcast, which you can find us on John's lovely website, podbros.com, the Podbros Podcasting Network. That's right. Such good shows on there. So many. Oh, so many. Um, oh, I have a story. Remind me. When we're done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I have a, it's crazy. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter at Kapowcast, Facebook Kapowcast 2015, and Instagram, which is just Kapowcast. Um, that'll be do it. That'll be do it. That's not the, right. Wait. No. Nope. That will do it. <laughs> Get you on the flip side. See you next time on Kapowcast. <laughs>